Welcome to the Unearthed Man Podcast, the journey becoming a conscious man, hosted by Milva. Hey all, Milva here, and welcome to episode 27 and what will be the season wrap for 2020 of the Unearthed Man Podcast. Um, don't worry. Certainly, there will be more podcasts coming your way in 2021, but for me, it just felt right to close out the podcast for this year, um, where I've currently landed, 27 episodes is phenomenal, and I just feel like it's time for me to just take a bit of a break. So on that note, wow, um, I'm actually going to pause and just take a bit of a breath, because whew, Fuck, it's been a uh, an amazing, uh, incredible year uh, this year. I, I've sat down and I, I look back. At the start of the year, I was doing a course called uh, King's Court and we had to write down some items in my diary. So I've actually just grabbed out my diary. So excuse if you hear paper rustling, but in relation to my diary, there's a couple of things in here. Without goals and plans to reach them, you are like a ship that has set sail with no destination. It's a quote from Fitzhugh Dodson. And there's some stats. So people with written goals are 42% more likely to achieve them than people without written goals. Telling a friend increases this rate to 78%. So part of the King's Court at the start of the year, we sat down and uh, I came up with effectively what was going to be five goals. So let me run through what those five goals were. So goal number one. It's titled, Practice What I Preach. What it's about, it's about setting a morning routine. Now, as I've spoken on some of the other episodes, I've been up and down on this base in relation to my morning routine. But what I'm super excited to say, I've finished on what I think is a really strong note. So my morning routine is, I'm awake at 5.30, go to the toilet, tongue scrape, cold shower, I then sit and meditate uh, for an hour. Uh, we then sit down and have some beautiful cacao after that. And it just really sets up my day. I get to take the dog for a walk. A- and then I then I actually get in and start to do you know, basically what I'm paid for, for my job. And I kick off at about 20 past eight. So there's really two and a half hours, if not just under three hours of time for myself. So goal number one, I'm actually going to say... I'm actually now successful and I've ticked that goal. Goal number two, spread the message. Live coaching feeds. So what was this about? This is about me every week either doing a video or posting up on you know Facebook and Instagram, but effectively doing a video or putting up some content, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. And again, I would say, in the, well, we've got three weeks to go until the end of the year, four weeks to go, I would say probably 40, 40 weeks, I have successfully uh, been able to put up content, uh, live feeds, videos, and, and I'm super proud of, of the content I've been doing that, and that includes me also adding into different groups that I'm involved in on Facebook. So for me, I'm going to tick goal number two as being completed. Goal three, go live launch business. So in April this year, I launched The Unearthed Man. Uh, The Unearthed Man went live. I got out there. I've created my logo. I've got the brand out there. Um, It's on Instagram, 
Facebook, LinkedIn, and and I've sat in behind uh, the Unearthed Man brand, and I'm super proud of what it is. Uh, the Unearthed Man, under that brand, I've run a two-hour online program, which had about 18 men, 16, 18 men in it, and that was just a beautiful two hours. And on the back of that, I had three men who joined in on a eight-week journey, the Freedom Program. And you'll hear from each of those three men a little bit later on when we get to the sound bites. So again, that was just an amazing thing. So I sat down, set a goal to launch a business, and off the back of that, I've actually launched a business. So my view on that one is, I would say, another tick and successful. Commence coaching, running a business. As I've said, off the back of that, um, you know, not only did I launch the business, but as I've just alluded to, also run some programs and actually had some men uh, come along and be involved. On, on the side of that, also are organized through Conscious Man Brotherhood, I was actually doing men's meetups. So originally we were doing them in the park, and then when COVID came in, we actually went online and we are doing morning meet, meetups for probably about six to ten weeks of these beautiful meetups. So... Some coaching involved with that with a man just holding space for them. Uh, I've also been involved in some other groups where I've been holding space. So for me, that one is all about uh, a tick as well. So there's four out of five. Goal five, and this is the title. Put my balls on the line. That was the goal I set myself to do. And I was going to achieve that by the 31st of October. Well, I smashed that out of the park. I effectively had my podcast up and running in June this year, and as we're just talking to now, I've done 27 episodes, and, and I couldn't be more prouder of myself and, and what we've achieved. So to sit down, uh, when I spoke with the coaches that I worked with, they spoke to us about focus on one thing, and I had those five things, and they're like, really, which one do you really want to focus on? And, and the podcast came the key focus. But ultimately, when I look back at what I set myself to do this year, I've achieved every single one of those goals and not only achieved them, I would say in most cases I've absolutely exceeded those goals and it's just a wonderful, wonderful feeling to, to get to you know this, this part of the year now knowing what I've been able to achieve. To be totally honest and truthful, part of the reason why this is the wrap of the podcast, I'm actually exhausted. It has been a huge, huge fucking year really really large um it takes a lot of energy and effort to do all those things to be able to set up a business to be able to keep putting content content out there to you know just coordinate and organize with what ended up being about 18 men who came along um to to be involved 18 to 20 men um involved in the actual podcast and just doing the interviews and the logistics and and everything else so yeah i am really really tired in the year but i'm so stoked so happy so upbeat about i i set the goals and absolutely achieve them and it just goes to show if you have a focal point and you're really focused on what you want to do and you remove all the other non-value add or the other rubbish out of your life and you go this is what i'm focused on you can absolutely achieve anything that you would like to achieve and i feel i'm testament to that and i'm absolutely as i've said a couple of times now just super proud of what I've been able to to achieve. Um, so let's talk about the podcast. So the last goal. So where we actually landed in relation to that point. So from that aspect, this is where we've actually landed. 
Um, at the time of recording this podcast, well, this is the 27th episode, so 26 done today, and this is episode 27. I've interviewed 20 men. Uh, there were three men a part of the Freedom Program. They were in one episode, but they were all part of the interview process. The podcast so far has had around pretty much 1,250 downloads across 20 countries and 148 cities. Uh, for me, that's just amazing. I, I would not, I didn't know what the goals were. I didn't know what the numbers were to, to set out for. But in my mind, that's just um, mind-blowing. The highest rating um, episode effectively was uh, my story. So episode two where I actually sat down and, and completely opened up about myself, my journey, where I'd come from. That episode on its own has had 150 downloads. Uh, and for me to think that there has been that number of people across the world, 20 countries, 148 cities, and that those people have actually listened to my story and hopefully from listening to my story actually got something out of that. Part of why I do what I do, and I've said this on a couple of things and some of the podcasts, the right person will hear the right message at the right time. I'm here of service just to put out the messages about it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to share your emotions. It's okay to explore your emotions and give everyone permission to do that, to go back and find what is it that's holding them back? What is it that's making them angry? Why are you frustrated? What's Why are you not opening up your heart to what is this beautiful, wonderful world that we actually live in? I liked hearing something the other day, I think I was reading it the other day, which is, what if we woke up every single day and saw the world and saw the things around our world for the first time every time? What would that sensation be like? What What would that actually, if it was the first time you heard a bird call, the first time you saw the beautiful colors of a rainbow lorikeet, the first time you actually watched a tree go from effectively winter with no leaves to this glorious green tree through uh, spring and then into summer and then watch the leaves change color as you go into autumn once that's the first time you ever saw that how amazed and just joyous would you be and the thing is we can do that every single day we just become complacent we come so caught up in all the things we've got to do that we forget to stop and just take time to look around us so personally yeah i'm feeling because of the podcast i'm feeling blessed i'm feeling grateful i'm feeling extremely humbled and at the same time very overwhelmed by what people have done for me and you know what's actually where we've got to with the podcast this year so on that point i want to first of all thank jackie my beautiful wife she allows me the window of opportunity two to three hours most weekends to do the interview to do the podcast to prepare all the uh, marketing the promotion material I need to do and then during the week when I'm out there promoting the podcast she gives me that space she gives me the time to do that she understands how important it is to me and, and, and to have a partner that supports you on your journey is just absolutely I can't describe it in words. It is um, it's heart-rendering, just knowing that you've got someone out there. Um, she encourages me all the time. She gives me lots of great feedback, which I love, um, and, and that's that's been awesome. Um, and on a, a lighter note, 
I must thank her for those times where some of those interviews ran a little bit longer than normal and uh, she was downstairs effectively busting to come to the toilet, but she held her own uh, held her own on that and uh, would send me a text message going, are you finished? I need to go. So thank you, my darling. I, I love you heaps and thank you for doing that. The There's been a number of just amazing men who have honoured me by agreeing to be guests on the podcast this year and I just want to thank them for being open, honest, vulnerable and completely transparent. So here's the list of the beautiful men who have chosen to come on and actually support me on this journey. Blaze Grinner, Sam Lewis, Reggie Farmer, Dara Byrne, Glenn Money, Seth Slade, Chris, Darren and Matthew from the Freedom Program, Brendan Durrell, Jack Doherty, Steve Caps, Carl O'Hare, Mikey Ellis, Jay Godfrey, Phil Gerard, Andy Wang, Ryan Jackson, David Patmore, Bo Shan Nepia. So thank you all for being beautiful guests on here. There was one other guest I was going to have at the end of the year and we couldn't quite work out logistically and that's Jetty Azuma. But I still want to thank Jetty because at the end of a Warriors Way call, uh, we sat down and we did what was our flight plan. And my plan for this year was to do 13 episodes and to start somewhere in July and, and just do 13 episodes, one every two weeks. Jetty challenged me on that going, well, what the hell, man? What's that all about? You know, just get on with it. So I did get on with it, and as I said, start of June we launched, and I've now doubled the quota that I originally set, so thanks, Jetty, for uh, pushing me through. In relation to the, and I spoke a bit about the promotion, so throughout the year I, I kept grabbing sound bites, 45 second on sound bites of each of the episodes, just as an indication, so when we're promoting you could hear what, what the guest was saying about or what they're on about or where there was no guest what the content of the episode was about. So I feel it fitting as a way to actually do the rap. What I'm going to do is actually grab all those sound bites and put them together in one big compilation. And that's pretty much how we'll uh, we'll do the rap of the season. So uh, without anything else, um, absolutely sit back and enjoy. And what I'll do is I'll introduce very quickly each guest and you can listen to the uh, little snippet of their episodes of the Unearth Man podcast. Hey all, Steve Melvin here also known as Milvo, and I'm here to chat to you about my new podcast coming up called The Unearthed Man. The Unearthed Man podcast, what is it all about? Well, in this podcast, I'm going to be going on a journey with amazing men who, like myself, are now on a path to becoming a conscious man. We'll be digging deep into all aspects of what it means to be a conscious man in today's society. I'll be exploring how embodying true masculine energy can be a powerful tool and how as we as men can navigate through all the challenges that life throws at us. The soundbite from my story. My dad passed away around three years ago. He's, he was an amazing man. I just loved him. And I miss not being able to see my dad. And being able to talk to him like we used to. I used to always look up to my dad. He he had the ability to always get things done. He had this most wonderful creative mind and this beautiful pair of hands that could turn any piece of wood into some of the most amazing craft you've ever seen. 
the great Blaze Grinner. So my addictive personality, um, from the first thing I, I feel I got addicted to was alcohol uh, from a very young age, um, uh, maybe 15, 16, uh, playing a lot of rugby league. I really excelled. So I was around like full grown adult men at a really young age. And part of that male bonding, especially in Australia, was evolved around alcohol. And the more that I could drink, the more props I got. And so I created this persona of this this party boy um, that would just be binge drinking and um, really deep down, I was just seeking validation and love. Episode four, the best you. Did you get enough inspiration to come out of this podcast to start to think about who you are who you aspire to be and who the best you you can be and show up show up show up show up every single day as that person the enigmatic sam lewis I just realized that this is insatiable. It's never going to end. It's a forever moving target and, and it's not leading to happiness. Um, so I really went back to my roots. You know, you mentioned at the beginning um, that, you know, I, I grew up in a household. I, I suppose parents had strong philosophical beliefs. Um, parents both yogis. Um, so I, I really went back to my roots and I uh, started to have a look within and you know this was the whole shift and the move to Vanuatu and living on a sustainable you know homestead and having our own property and our own food our own water our own power um, and just going back to the simple way and I find a lot more I find a lot more peace in that episode six feeling lost Today's episode is just revisiting where I'm at and the fact that I'm feeling, I think the best way to describe it is feeling lost. And when we think about that term lost, it means that we're, we're not where we've come from and we're not where we're going to. We found ourselves in this position of the strange land. The exuberant back-to-back episodes with Reggie Farmer courage to be in that survival egoic state versus being in our heart open space eating organic food getting a lot of sun things like that so it's just one big game that's been stacked up against us and now this podcast people like us get to share this wonderful message and um bring everybody back together with an open heart so i think it comes back to that open heart piece 100 percent my favorite saying to encapsulate all of that is using the physical body to develop your spiritual capacity. Using the physical body, the physical vessel, the, the sensations that are running through every muscle, every bone, your nerve endings, all those things, using those physical senses to develop your spiritual ability to just hold space for all of it. Episode 9, The Good, The Bad, The Ugly, The Sad. It's beautiful men to understand that everything they're going through is driven from just codependence and a lack of their own self-worth that came from somebody else. It wasn't them. 
It's never been their story. It's a group of lies that they've been told as they've been growing up about who they are, who they should be, and, and how they should be operating. Because it's not who they truly are. And I'm just trying to work through a way of how can I help these men to understand if you just learn to be true to yourself, learn to dig deep in yourself, and learn to love yourself. The Hilarious Conscious King Coach, Dara Byrne. Hello, my deepest apologies to Sex God. I've been looking for tips, man. I'm looking for some more tips. <laughs> so if anybody wants to know on an episode about how your ego could overrule what's going on in your life, then uh, name yourself the sex guy. That's the direction that goes on around you. But, uh, yeah, um, that was actually at the, at the start of King's Cards, wasn't it? <laughs> it was, yeah. So we, we started yeah. out, and uh, I remember the... Just to not dob anyone in, and I know we're going to close, but we'll continue on. There's a few guys who were young and single, and they were uh, trying their best to go out there and find their next partner in life. And I think one guy <laughs> came back and was proud of the fact that he'd spent, you know, a couple of nights, he'd had a couple of dates, and all they're all doing is a couple of dates, mate. I've had sex three nights in a row. I'm going for number four. I'm the sex guy. Episode 11, The Importance of Having Courage. I think one of the toughest elements for us as humans now is to have emotional courage. Now, in, in a lot of terms, we might call it vulnerability. You know, it's a simple term to say, you know, thank you for being vulnerable or for showing yourself. But to get to the point of being vulnerable and actually people seeing you as being a vulnerable human being and a, and a human being full of love and a human being full of emotion and a willingness to be able to talk about good, bad, and talk about all the things that are going on, you have to start with courage. The Flashy Glenn Money Um, Your expression in the world is the greatest gift that you can give humanity. So the way that you express who you are in the world is the greatest gift that you can give humanity, and that comes in how you serve, that comes in how you take care of your body that comes in uh the work you choose it's all an expression of um of god the universe source moving through you and using you as a vessel um as an example of what's possible so uh to really to really follow follow the breadcrumbs of the things that are tugging on your heart um is is an amazing path to go down and just know that you you'll be held and you'll be caught Episode 13, Accepting Discomfort. But if I hadn't stepped into the world of feeling uncomfortable or that world of discomfort, then I would never have grown. I wouldn't have grown my knowledge. I wouldn't have grown my compassion. I wouldn't have grown my empathy for those who are struggling in this space. And so from that point... I'm now in a position where I'm providing this beautiful service back to men where I'm here for them and I can actually have tools and techniques to help them now move beyond the life they have and move back to be who they are as the true people or the true person that they can actually be. The very humble says Slade.
if you think about the the caveman days, it was so different back then. Like survival mode was literally you're going to get attacked, so you have to protect yourself. And people these days, like we're in the, we're in a different survival mode. We're actually safe. Yes. Like we're probably in the most beautiful time ever. Uh, obviously, there's the, the government, and state, police, and everything like that comes into play. It's a very complicated. There's so many layers, but but ultimately we are safe, and we create so many stories within that. And it's our own programming that we're seeing that oh we're not okay. We're like oh you're actually fine. Like just pause for a second, just breathe, and there's nothing actually happening to you. There's no saber toothed tiger that's going to come out and get you right now. <laughs> and um, the beautiful, courageous men from the Freedom Program, Chris, Darren, and Matthew. Yeah, I would say that if if you need to dig deep into your soul and find out exactly where you need to make changes, um, understand about yourself. Um, I think this program will definitely help. Uh, it certainly did for me. Um, it's it's not it's not only that. It's also the guys who are part of this. So Darren and Crowy and Milvo yourself were able to um, bring that in that that. Um, feelings out of me uh, so I was not af- I was not afraid to share that with you so there are, I know that men are, we always go into our cave and you know uh, wanting to improve themselves be a, a better version of themselves uh, yeah this is the the program uh, to do it to understand explore things that you mightn't have heard of before or you know, certainly or understand much about and it will help you become a that, that better version for for yourself, but also for the people in your life as well. Um, you know, to deal with you on a, a you know, day-to-day basis, be it colleagues or, or loved ones. So there's real benefit in that, uh, and it certainly challenges you. You know, the, the concepts that you, uh, the challenge, the the exercises that you've given us, Milbo, have uh, you know certainly been challenging to me. But that's what you need to do. You know, dig deep and you know looking looking inside and. At the start, it allows you to heal, um, and then as the program continues, you grow. Um, so, from yeah, anyone out there that you know is struggling um, and you know, are lost, I, I think this program is um, fantastic. Yeah, to to really get back to being the person that you want to be, um, and to be able to sort of look in the mirror and be proud of who you are um, and to sort of get back to where, what your strengths are and improve, you know, some of the things that you mightn't be as strong in. But I think the big part of this program is um, really honing in your strengths and valuing those strengths. And The beautiful, spirited Brendan Terrell. It's about the great uncovering. And this is a very valuable time to also go through the great uncovering of who we are and also what stories, what stigmas and stuff we've been living with and we've been allowing with, with our lives and, and what we've allowed with other people to deem us with. So keep uncovering. And the number one medicine you can give to yourself, it's, it's eradicating shame. Once, once you get rid of shame, like the sky is the freaking limit in everything. The Conscious Actor, Jack Doherty. And he speaks to that, but the thing about Shakespeare that was amazing the other week for me is I was reading To Be or Not To Be 
that is the question. Now, the structure of that um, of the pattern means it's a ten. It's a ten part. So it goes to be or not to be. That is the quest, and that's ten. And chun of question is eleven. So the sentence itself is actually to be. So to be in the world yes. or not to be. To not be in the world. That is the quest. That is the point of life. But it's also a question because it's a question we have to ask ourselves: Do I want to be or not be? The beautifully modest Steve Caps. If I had my time again, um, and we always look back and review our life and see where we could go better, but as a 21, 22 year old, I would have loved to step into more breath work, meditation, um, hiking outside, spending a lot more time in nature, and then progress into weight training. Um, I'm sort of doing the other way around. I was, I was a lot very uh, external in my 20s, and now I'm just doing the inner work the last couple of years. So, for a lot of men out there listening, pay attention to your intuition, um, get a lot of support hang around with some high quality men who love meditating and breath work and, and camping and hiking and then build from there into your weight training and cardiovascular training. The newly awakened Carl O'Hare. So I saw him go through all this pain and then I saw him have me as a child and I saw him treat me. Uh, he was unable to, sh- to give me the unconditional love that I know I'm now able to give to my kids as a result of my healing. So, and, and he had the mistakes that he made, leaving leaving home, all that, I saw it as not being his fault. You know, I saw the pain that he was, and the inability for him to emotionally cope with the challenges that he had in his life, which led to him leaving our family and a few other things as well. Um, so I saw it and, I, and I, I felt sorry for him as opposed to, you know, I'd let go of anger a long time ago, but I, I felt, I just understood why he'd done it all. The Inquisitive Mikey Ellis. No, I'm just going to have to try everything and see what see what feels good. And so if you're wondering whether you've got something to say or some art to create, I was talking to a, 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 a friend this morning who's an artist, you know, at a cafe and I hadn't seen him for a few years and I'm like, fuck, it's just awesome that you're doing what you're doing. And he's like, oh, really? I said, show me some of your work. I'm like, fuck, that's amazing. Um, for some people, you just don't, like, you you, you don't know um, who it's gonna, who it's for, and it doesn't actually matter who it's for. If you feel compelled, feel a desire to do something, just fucking do it, you know. And um, that's the only way to learn um, is through putting yourself out there and, and having a crack. The creative Jay Godfrey saying all he ever wanted his whole life was for his dad to love him. Like, and he's, you know, he's crying, bro. And then all of us, there was like 18 of us standing there just like, you know. Yep. In that moment, I was like, that, like, that is beautiful. And that is where I realized a lot of my stuff lay, is I just always wanted to be loved. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And... I guess I never really felt that because I didn't love myself. The awesome coach Phil Gerard. Hey man, imposter syndrome is huge, bro. Like that's probably the biggest thing. And when I first started, like I've still got 
in my about me, like, you know, you do the highlights on your Instagram. I've got like my about me from like December, man. And like, <laughs> it is so shit. I'm like, oh, I might update it, but you know what? I don't really want to. Like, I just wanted to see like how raw and how like nervous and sort of excited I was at the beginning. And I don't really want to lose that. So I kind of mm. just leave it there, even though it wasn't the best video of like what I, what I was starting to do with my new like business and, and that kind of thing. So like, and then I can look back on that and go, you know what? Like, that's where I started. This is where I'm at now. The wellness accountant, Andy Wang. Look at it through the lens of what's the worst that can happen, right? Yep. Look at it with a curious mind. Your life looks a certain way now. And if you're sick and tired of it, look into the space. It doesn't mean you need to drop a lot of money into courses or coaches to begin with. Dip your toe in the water. Start doing a few reading from a few different places. Everything's on YouTube now. Everything's on the internet. At least start kicking off that process. What's the worst that can happen? And approach everything with a curious mind and also still maintain a little degree of scepticism as well. The Chilled, Ryan Jackson surrender and listen to that call inside you know and and that's more potent and more powerful than what you're holding on to you know i I held on to to labels and and images of what i wanted people to see me as and 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 that's what cut kept me in that oh i need something like I'm, i'm looking for a message like i'm looking for a calling like answer the call just pick up the phone you know yep tap in and and surrender you know just surrender literally really surrender <laughs> my beautiful brother-in-law david patmore i think it's really important that we pay attention to when we start to feel connections with people you know um particularly from a from a mentoring basis or from a point of view we feel like we can learn something from somebody and actually pursue it. I think we get really afraid to do that stuff. I think sometimes we, we, we pick up on the on the thing, but we for, for whatever reason we might feel insecure or, or if we have a low opinion of ourselves, we may not risk and reach out to someone in that space. And, and, and I think, you know, it only takes one time where you do reach out like that and connect with somebody and, and be brave enough to do it that can absolutely renovate your life and take you in a whole new new way the modest Fo Shan Napier it wasn't his fault that he couldn't you know help me through what I was going through now I sort of had to you know navigate my own self through through all of this and learn um, yeah just learn that that you know it's not their fault either so I because I, I honestly I blamed a lot of my shit on him like all, all, you know, everything I was doing wrong, I was blaming him, you know, like, oh, fuck, it's your fault, you know, I'm the way I am these days because you weren't there for me. But little did I know, I always had my mum there, you know, side by side, all the way through, you know, my, my childhood to, you know, my adult life to yeah. me. So I didn't really need my dad. I really hope you enjoyed that wrap up from the 2020 or season one of the unearthed man podcast 
as I said at the start, it's just been an amazing year. Um, I'd like to thank all of my listeners, every one of those people who have done the downloads. I send my love to you. I thank you. I'm grateful that you took the time to listen in. I hope you have a, a wonderful end to what has been an absolutely crazy uh, 2020. Uh, like always, you can find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, I will be taking a break of probably somewhere around six to eight weeks. I'll be probably dropping off most of the social media, not doing a lot of content just to give myself a break, but also in the background, doing a lot of preparation work for what I'm looking to build as to being another wonderful 2021 and in particular in the, in the podcast space. So to that point, uh, I'm looking to get some another lot of beautiful men on next year. I've compiled a list of 30-odd men already that I would just love to have on to tell their journey and their story for you know where they've come from and what life looks like for them now. And, and again, just as a means to continue to encourage those other men out there and females uh, out there who find it's time for them to start to understand who they are, who the true person they are, start to remove all the masks, remove all the barriers, remove all those lies and stories that we've told ourselves and just come back and really find out who we truly are in our hearts. So that's it. Um, As I said, I've had a beautiful year. Again, thank you to everyone who has been supporting me along this wonderful journey this year. I'm off to have a break. So To finish off, sending you much love and care, the Unearthed Man.